Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, hey. Hey, yo, I got to tell you something, man. And I am so excited about this. And I don't know anything about this company. I don't know anything about what, uh, you know, all I know is it's working for my kids and it's got my kids off of video games and it's got me playing the shit too. And it's really, it's a lot of fun and everything. It's called Gravitrax. Have you heard of it? I saw it on Casey's Instagram and it explained it to people who don't know what it is, but on I saw what Rocco built and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay. So Gravitrax is like a marble racing obstacle course slash uh I wanna it reminds I, I me want, of like it reminds me of like old school Hot Wheels tracks. Kind of like that also, but also like Lego also, because you have to build and it shows you pictures of uh, things you need to make the obstacle course and everything work. It's really awesome. And the accessories that come with it, you know, are very creative also. There's like elevators and, you know, trampolines and catapults and, you know, slingshot, like crazy things, like loop-de-loops, like crazy things. And you get into it with your son, so you're like, you don't feel like you're playing something that's... You know, it's cool because you're as interested as he is, so you're actually playing with your kid something that's fun for you both. All right. When I was a kid, Times Square has this place called Port Authority. It's where all the buses come into New York City, right? Mm. And growing up, that place was like a freaking scary-ass, 
you know, dirty, you know, they made a television show about the neighborhood I grew up in. And it's about pimps and prostitutes and crackheads and, you know, the beauty of 42nd Street and where all the movie theaters were, right? They made a a television show about it. Anyway, Port Authority had this thing and it had like a bunch of uh, 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 pool uh, cue ball, you know, balls from, you know, from the pool table. So like from one all the way to, was it 12 balls, right? And they had a bunch of them, and they created something very similar to what Gravitrax is doing. And it would, but this thing made like music. And I remember as a kid, people used to surround this thing because it was like this clever contraption of, you know, winding, you know, if anybody out there remembers uh, the uh, Sesame Street, one, two, three, four, five, six, Six, seven, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten, eleven, eleven, twelve. Right. That. Remember how the cartoon went where it was like a pinball machine, but then when you when you hit the ball, it went inside one of the holes, and then now the ball's on a track yeah, and it's yeah, rolling yeah. all around us. That's what Gravitrax is, man. Wow. And it's amazing. It's so much fun. That's it's cool. so much fun. We have so much fun with it. The kids have been doing it for two days straight without being on a television screen, mm. without, you know, with mm. it's just them and their mind and their imagination. And That's awesome. I just want to give a shout out to them uh, and say- yeah. Yo, thank well, you I'm so sure, much for I'm saving sure, Christmas sure, for us. I'm sure lots of parents are looking for any way to have their kids be fascinated by something other than video games. Absolutely. Or television, you know? Uh, yeah. it, it makes kids have to use their brain. It's, there's a lot of math involved. You know, it's very specific in how things work. Uh, and then you have to be creative with what you're given in that realm. It's really awesome. That's awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody check that out. Very cool. um, we got to talk about Wonder Woman because I don't – I really am confused about Wonder Woman. I don't know what the hell was going on. And it was not I know good. I'm, I know I'm speaking to three fans of superhero movies. I don't ever like to diss anyone involved in creative endeavors because it is so fucking hard to make anything. And thousands of people worked on this movie. And there's so much talent. The actors are all amazing. I know the director is amazing. I just want to know from three – people who like these sort of things what that was <laughs> what a great question zach um uh, joelle you go first when you <laughs> seem to want to talk about it uh i i feel like this is the branded direction dc has chosen to go in where they don't mind making these sort of like big heavy camp films but they're not for me, uh, but their audience they for? really because likes them. Who are they for? Because I was watching it going, is a kid going to get any of this? No, I don't not, think it's, it's not, for it's children. For it's for it's adults. For specifically guys, I think, who are really into like old school comics, which didn't always have to make sense. Like the the basis of reality or even have like strong structure. Now, there's a lot of great like classic comic books, but there's also there was a, a genre of comics specifically for looking at late 80s, early 90s, where like the physics were off and the body mechanics were way off. And there's like no sense of reality and there's no sort of tie to like, oh, we need a, a great American hero. And it's not even, you know, 60s cheesiness. It was just like wild, extreme, like pumped up 90s kind of stuff. And those fans have really clung to like that ideal of superheroism. That's like what they really enjoy. And so... You know, you don't need a motivational reason for 
uh, the cheetah lady to happen. She just happens and it's totally fine. Uh, it's not for me. I think there's like especially uh, disappointing that Wonder Woman doesn't get to be the center character in her own movie. Um, it's a little disappointing. I, I really like Wonder Woman. There's a lot of great source material for her. And I, for me, it doesn't do the character justice. But I also don't want to take anything away from DC fans. I'm a true believer that like if you like a thing, you know. Now, have DC fans, do DC fans like this movie? I haven't searched the internet to know if it's well-received or not. I don't it's even know if critics th- liked it. I, I didn't even look to see if critics liked it. It was critically panned, and it seems to me that while some DC fans were like, no, this is a solid superhero movie, uh, it's certainly not getting the praise of, like, a Justice League or the the call for, a, you know, a Zack Snyder cut or anything like that. So I think it's sort of middling. I have a, I have a real problem. Listen. We got. We were really excited to watch it. Yeah, me too. We were really excited because I love and, all those actors. Yeah, yeah, and great cast, great cast. And the first three minutes of the movie with the little girl are the, is the best part of the movie to me, mm-hmm. um, where she uh, is in the race, and at the last minute, her. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to shut up. So, but she's in the race, and uh, that was the best part of the movie. And then the minute, this is where I was like, I think we're in trouble. Now, I'm not hating on this movie. I'm not hating on this movie. I don't want to hate on this movie. But this is where I was like, oh, we're in trouble. When Wonder Woman turned back around and winked at the little girl, I was like, oh, uh uh-oh. Oh, that early? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 no. And what did it for me, because my wife is a great judge of what, you know, what's to come. Like, she figured out the usual suspect. Before, you know, the, the minute the movie started, she was like, oh, that's Kaiser, that's Kaiser Soze, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. She, she said, uh-oh. This is, these are her exact words. She went like this. <laughs> she went, uh-oh. And I was like, what, 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 what? And she was like, uh, if the rest of the movie is like this, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what was with all the slow-mo? What was with so all the slow mo? I don't know. I I, I have to say, Wonder, I, Wonder, I, Wonder, I, Wonder I didn't Woman. Understand how she could fly? I mean, oh, that I, she's I, always I, been able to do that. She's always been able to do that. Hold on. Now, now let's let's. If you no, want to go, someone told me on Twitter that she was lassoing the lightning. I didn't know that. I didn't that, put okay, that together. That, I, I've never seen her do that before. But Wonder Woman has always been able to fly. What was weird was why does she have the invisible jet? Because she can fly. That was always the that was always the argument. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of the invisible jet if you can fly? Mm. Um, but so as far as that goes, her powers and everything like that are top notch. Uh, and and they're dynamite and they're doing, powers. And they're and they're <laughs> but they're doing it justice, man. Like that's that's the truth. She's supposed to be if Superman is the male version of what is the most powerful wonder woman is the female version of what is the most powerful you know what i mean like they're supposed to be the titans that protect earth you know what I, and that 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 is apparent in this movie like it's clear if you are a mere mortal on this planet and you go against her and you go against diana you're going to get your ass kicked um on the other side of things we all loved soul right soul was incredible uh, you didn't like soul joel uh, it, I have so many feelings about Soul. It's a beautiful film. I, I cried at the end. I, I think structurally it's very sound. I sort of wish 
Um, in the way that Coco got to experience an afterlife that is authentic to a culture, I wish Soul had provided us with an afterlife <laughs> authentic to black <laughs> culture. Um, but <laughs> but performances outstanding. I really really did enjoy the, just watching the film. The animation like, was stunning. I thought beautiful, beautiful I mean, the art. I saw someone comment on on Twitter. One of them like. The body types, and it wasn't just African-Americans being the star of the show, but the way that they, the artists drew different body types and facial types and shapes and sizes, the way they drew his barber. I mean, I just loved, <laughs> I loved this, the art of it. I thought it was magical. Yeah. I loved uh, Soul um, for a lot of reasons, but mostly for, like, there, there's something special about an artist when they can inspire you. And usually when an artist does that, they win Academy Awards and stuff like that. And Jamie Foxx is one of those artists. When he gets it right, when the movie is right, and when he's in that zone, he really can inspire you. You know what I mean? Like, he really, his talent is top-notch when the when the cards are in his favor and he's playing that hand. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, and this is one of the, this Ray... Is one of those, but this one also. It's like you listen to him and you're like, "Holy cow! I, I need to be a voice actor. <laughs> I, 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 I think, I think, I think if I focus really hard, I could be a voice actor. Oh my! You know what I mean? He just makes it seem like you can do it too, and it's a gift that you have. I once told him that, and I think it came off kind of wrong. And he was like, "Well, I was like, I was like, dude, man, you make you make people feel like." They can win Oscars. He was like, "Well, shit, motherfucker, go get you one then." And I was like, "It's <laughs> funny like, though." He was, he was, I think he was laughing with you, not at you. I was like, "Oh, all right, all right, my bad." But yo, anyway, the point is, he's just amazing in this role. And yeah. when it comes to music, it really does. You know, he really does shine. Whether he's talking it or singing it, or you know, you know, it. it there's just something special about him when it comes to that yeah it's a beautiful movie i think and everyone should see it even if you're not uh, if you you know i i i i thought it was just artful and pixar man do they have it they, do they have it down yeah. uh they it's just almost every single time flawless um daniel you didn't see that one either did you didn't see it yet Daniel was building computers. Um, um, we I wanted to talk about uh, all the uh, all the pictures of uh, those of you who bought onesies. Um, Donald and I are both loving all the pictures you're posting. It brings a giant smile to our face. We love that you love this podcast. I want I mean, just be sentimental for one second before Donald uh, counts us in. You know the amount of love that you shower upon the four of us um, uh, on social media, and mm-hmm. uh, it really means a lot. And I saw so much varying from silliness and someone in a onesie eagling their their husband <laughs> to someone saying this show probably saved my life. No joking around um, this year. And I just want you to know that we we hear it and we love you. And we did not think we'd make this much of a, a difference, but it means so much to all of us when we see your reaction. Here, here. Amen. And so uh, we're going to keep um, entertaining you because that's what we're here to do is hopefully put a smile on your face. Right, Donald? Absolutely. I, I, All right. I, I second that. All right. Well, let's let's uh, why don't we rewatch an episode of Scrubs and discuss it? Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories. Now, if you all. 
Yeah. So do you have your recap ready? I do have my recap ready. How did you feel about this episode? Um, I thought it was very silly. It was very short. It felt shorter than normal. Here's here's something I don't understand. How do you make an episode that really is only funny if you smoke a lot of weed about, <laughs> a, about you know... Uh, you know, this is your brain on drugs. How do you make, you know what I mean? Like, this show has so many, like, if you're if you're stoned and you're watching this, this is a very, very funny episode. Like very I, silly. Like the type of episode where you go <laughs> out your nose because you laugh so hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like if I were to, since you asked me, it's like the writers were, you, I can tell when the room and when the vibe of the writer's room was particularly stonery and silly that week. Absolutely. Now, one but of the main plots your, of this episode. But I it's mean, a brain the, on drugs episode, though. The B story is essentially that the janitor. <laughs> Wait, let me get into the recap. Okay, okay. But I mean, it's definitely a. Dude, it's, it's definitely one of the funniest like, things. If you had a stoner friend who wasn't into scrubs, I, I suppose you'd probably start with Wizard of Oz with musical, but this might be one to show them. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stopwatch and go. JD and Carla have really bonded over the last few years. Turk's sick of being nagged over his butt-watching habits. Mm. Elliot and Cox think differently of a patient. And the janitor is maybe the most desperate we've ever seen him. What are the limits to fidelity? When does it become infidelity? Mm. That's not up for anyone to decide but you. My personal belief, if you need to lie... For whatever reason, you're probably doing more harm to the situation than helping. Communication is always key. Amen on communication being always key, but Turk can't be looking at fucking all these asses. Why all not? The time. Why not? Why not? Why not? If his wife says and means it and isn't bullshitting, if she says, honey, honestly, you're a man and I don't find it disrespectful. And I'm gonna look at that ass too. She's got a great ass. Whatever the whatever their whatever their rules are, and she, and it's honest. She's not just putting it on there's to be to be to be cool to be cool wife. And there's but, communication. Okay, just I'm just point. saying if it's real, if it's not just like she's like, oh, I don't want to be like uptight. I'm gonna pretend like I'm okay with it, but really, I'm crying inside. I mean, Turk is like when she says go, he turns and he just looks at the ass like this. <laughs> I feel like, like Turk and Carla might be open for a little, you know, uh, you know, we talked about it before. You know, JD kind of thinks it's possible. I think they're open to a little, you know, no, intermarital. So. First of all, you don't think this so? Episode, first of all, she goes on a date. This was so weird. Like, she goes on a date and JD doesn't tell Turk. It's but such, Turk I doesn't mean, give a like, shit either. Yes, he would have. But he doesn't in the show. I I, I forgot. I, sorry, I, I did. I, I brain farted on what your what what your reaction was when she finally. The told reaction you. that they give is not a reaction. They give JD's fantasy of what's going to happen. Right? So Do you ever the, see what really happens? Oh my god! No. How funny! By the way, how first funny of all is, you'd be this age right now. I first know, of all said, you'd be this age right sorry now. Sorry to yell. I said this. <laughs> I just blew you out. Sorry. I said the same thing, dude. First of all. The funniest part of the show, in my mind, is me as an old man still living with you and farting. And then I went, I did the math, and I'm like, that's how, that's me at 45. Right, 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 right. That's how, <laughs> how trippy is that to see yourself? I mean, this is an experience most people on earth will never have. Seeing how you as a 25-year-old portrayed yourself at 45 <laughs> and then going back at 45 and watching it. 
I was old and bald and fat and farting yeah, and farting and, and, and farting. still living with my friends and very very Jewish and very, yes very, extra very Jewy Jewish. extra Jewy sorry because I've got nowhere else to go I was like I was like a fucking Seinfeld character oh my god I was very I'm, funny though dude it was I wish very we funny. saw I more of that hard. character I wanted that to see more of him that would have been great that. There are certain things I wish I had more of. I wish there was. I wish Turk's mole pu- puppet was a running gag, and I certainly wish uh, forty-five, but really seventy-five-year-old extra <laughs> Jewy Zach was a character. I mean, extra Jewy JD. Extra Jewy JD. Well, they 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 overlap. All right. Um, so, JD's nipples name is Jasper. I laughed at that. JD loves to show his nipples. Right. You're right. Nipples name is Jasper. Yes. That, and you I have one hair that... named Clancy. So there's Jasper yes. and Clancy. Well, the hair is named Clancy, and the we don't get the left nipple's name. Is it no? Is it the left? I think it's my left that's Jasper. Yeah, it's your left that's Jasper. You're I'm right. sure it's on Scrubs Wiki. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, first of all, in the spirit of sexual harassment at the workplace, I mean, JD and Turk are just like really not being subtle at all, uh, uh, ogling this woman's tush. Yes, they are. And. Um, I got to ask you a question. Okay, it's funny, even in, even in 2002 or three, whenever we're making, must have been three, uh, we, we seem to not be, be playing character. You know, we seem to not be playing characters that were toning it down or I don't know. It just seemed out of place. It was right. bizarre. I got to ask you, though, are you a ass man or a breast man? Ass man times 10. Okay, so when we first met, though, dude, you were a breast man. You were all about tiny waist and big breasts, dude. When we no, first met, that was your thing. You're thinking of another friend. That was you, dude. You were like, it has to be. I was like, well, what about the big ass? You were like, it has to be so tiny. No. That ass has to be like I a disagree. tiny, tiny thing. Maybe, maybe, I remember this. Oh, maybe, my God. We're going to fight. Maybe we're gonna, sorry, a, I don't mean to yell. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. Maybe your appreciation. Fight. I'm not saying that your appreciation for giant tushes I don't like didn't giant. rub off on me a little bit. I don't like fake. I like giant. I don't, don't like we, fake. We both we both have something in common that we like the real real. I like the real real. Yeah. I definitely didn't know that ass implants were a thing until recently. I thought that was a joke. It looks weird, man. You got this big, 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 big like hump on your back, but and and then like these real tiny legs. Like if it don't match the if the if the hamstring don't match the booty, what you really doing? What you really doing? I mean, you know what I mean? Own. To each their own. What but you if you're, really but doing? If you're, if you're listening right now and you're on the fence about whether to get the ass implants, Donald and I are begging you not to. Unless you got no ass. If you got no ass, no, and you then, can... then do squats. <laughs> Don't fucking put silicone in your tush. Sometimes squats. squats sometimes squats. Well, okay, Daniel. Sometimes squats <laughs> don't help, though. Well, I'm I'm just I mean to each their own again. If you're sitting there on a cushy ass implant, then Mazel Tov. I'm just saying I personally would rather you did squats. Joelle just over there <laughs> sipping on her tea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, someone wrote something so funny on Twitter. They said R.I.P. to Joelle's uh, search history after last week's episode, <laughs> where we made her search for um, the amount of um, oh no sp- sperm that are in each. Surprisingly, dose. no penis pill ads yet, though. Oh, so you'll get them, Joelle. Just, just you wait. Well, you, you were doing a service for the American, well, for the for the for the Earth, for the Earth's people, for Earth, for Earth, <laughs> you're welcome. planet Earth. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you when you um, not funny, but the, when you like you Google something and then you're on some other website and ads for that thing come up and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? 
I, I just look for two seconds. I don't care. And, and it doesn't even have to be like pornographic. It's like, I'm not that interested in, in, in iron shelving. I looked Dude, once. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, I looked at a knife online, like a cooking knife, because you guys right. know I'm so into cooking. Right. A chopping knife. And I looked into it because it's like one of those big ones that you see on the Food Network and stuff. Yeah, the thick one. Yeah. It won't stop showing up. It just keeps yeah. showing up on my phone. Yeah. In every ad that I, in every ad on any site that I go to, YouTube, uh, freaking Facebook, Twitter. Well, Twitter doesn't have ads, but uh, Instagram, it shows up. Yeah. They got you. Zuckerberg's got you. All right. Now, the janitor's whole storyline yes. is a Roscoe. big storyline. Is that Roscoe. he has a twin brother named Roscoe, and he's committed to tricking JD and Turk that... He, I mean, does this guy have any have work to do? He spends <laughs> the entire time trying to convince us that he has a twin brother. But and 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 he goes through like outrageous feats to he prove enlists, his theory. He enlists Troy. Right. He enlists Troy. He right. jumps out of a window, a, a one-story window. He jumps from the Second story to the top of the first story roof. And then onto an ambulance. And then onto an ambulance. And then falls off the ambulance. Because the ambulance gets a call. Right. So they, they speed off. He falls onto the ground. I mean, this, this guy really, 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 really was committed to tricking He him. made a video. Yes, with Troy. For the birthday <laughs> for the, party for, for the twin, two of them. For their, their twin birthday for party. Their twin birthday party. <laughs> This episode was so silly. I mean, and he goes, "Take was... your time to look at this," <laughs> and runs around. Yeah, and then the and other hand just... comes in, and it's got nail polish on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> but then when he walks in, he goes, "Walking slowly." <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the woman's name on his in his uh, tr- in his brain trust? Do you remember her? Mm. It must Crazy have been her. Crazy-eyed Margot. Margot. Crazy-eyed Margot. It must have been her hand. Crazy-eyed Margot. Nice right. from memory. <laughs> Someone it's wrote on freaking, Twitter. I it's thought that was brain. It's that brain pill. Someone wrote on Instagram or Twitter about you. It was funny. They said, "There's definitely a Goldilocks sweet spot for how high Donald uh, should be. Sometimes <laughs> it's too little. Sometimes <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> right. Sometimes I get too far gone. Yeah. There are bro. times where I'm like, holy shit, I was high in that episode. Yeah. And then there's sometimes where I was like, I probably should have smoked weed in that episode. Yeah. I just love that someone compared you to Goldilocks. You're like that's 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 that porridge. That that weed is not enough. That weed no, is too much. That weed that's is just, just right. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Why don't we go to a break, right, Joel? We're going to go break, and we come right back. We're going to talk about firm like mutton, the second time that an ass has been compared to mutton in Scrubs. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back! Ah, 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 
I have a question. Why? Why? First of all, why that? Why? Why? I don't know. It came to my mind when you did that noise. Okay. Second of all, second of all, um, I thought Elliot had gotten past this look. I thought we were moving past this look at this point, weren't we? No, she does this rocker hair for like I think the whole season. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think season three was Elliot rocker hair. Okay, the whole season. Yeah, I'm sad about it too. And the whole season, and then and season three ends with us get with uh, Carla and Turk getting married, right? I don't know. I don't Spoilers. know either. Oh, Joel says yes. <laughs> I can look. I have it in front of me here. Well, Joel, you're looking. Yes, I'm looking right here. Do you want to know what's coming up? Yeah. We have. Uh, oh, we have his story. Is I think this me? must be when you narrate. Um. Oh, shucks. It's either me or John C. McGinley. No, it says you. Turk has hesitations about whether or not to mail his wedding invitations. Oh, shit! <laughs> yep, and then we have Scott Foley coming back. Um, for I mean, we haven't booked him on the episode. but uh, Connecticut's favorite Scott Foley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have Richard Kind's episode. And um, yeah, it he ends has with, Yabba. It ends with uh, Carla and Turk getting married. With George Takai as a priest. somebody's gonna ask you. That's that. Just that line alone in that song. I don't even know the song, but just that line alone. Classic. So the sixth member of the cast of Spin City joins us, Alexander Chaplin. Now, uh, we call him Sandy. I've Sandy. known Sandy forever. We went to theater camp together, wow. um, which sounds like a joke from Scrubs, but is true. We went to a theater hmm. camp called Stage Door Manor together. And, and he is related too. Say it. Tell it. There's a reason why his name is Chapman. No. Chaplin. He's not related I, to Chaplin. Yeah, he is. His father-in-law is Hal Prince, the most celebrated I was, theater I was director under of the impression time. that Sandy was, was related to uh, Charlie Chaplin. No. Uh, you can Let's look this that. up. I, I would know that. I would Let's know that. Let's look this up. But his father-in-law. Somebody, you know who told me this? David Allen Bache told me this. So I'm going to put David, David Allen Bache on. I don't think so. I feel like I would know that tidbit about him because I know him and he's a very, very sweet man and a wonderful actor. And do you know what film he was in that was really where his, where his acting was really incredible? Wish I Was Here. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, Donald? He's in that. <laughs> uh, he plays the young rabbi. Uh, do you remember that, Donald? Oh yeah, that's right. He He's the one me, that gets he catches smoking, smoking weed in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the plant, and something about the plant, right? He is a great actor. I think very. He's very, an amazing actor. I think he's very me? underused. I mean, the guy should have his own show. This moment where he explodes on Elliot over over trying to get pain medication out of her. I mean, it was just like it was just like a quick little three sentence monologue, and he fucking killed it. He's so talented. Yeah. He's very talented. And very funny also. He's very funny. He can also has a beautiful voice. Um, I love this man. I wish I wish that I saw him more. I we gotta we gotta we gotta if you're out there and you're a casting director, you gotta book Alexander Chaplin because he is a, a talented fellow. Yeah, he is. Um just give me a second. I'm still looking for I think Joel is doing the work for yeah, you. Yeah, they're not related. And it doesn't even look like that maybe his original last name. It says that he adopted it when yeah, he and think... Daisy got married, according to their Wikipedia page. Yeah, they do maybe... talk about Stage Door Manor, though, Zach. Yeah. Does it say that he's his father-in-law's Hal Prince? It does. There you go. Wow. Um, he, is, he is very... Look, 
He's one of those people where you're like, dude, he should be working way more. I agree. Than he's Listen, right this now. is why I tell people, and not the and Sandy's had a great career. He's been on Spin City. He's been on lots of shows. He's a working actor. But I I do have to say when people go when people talk about becoming actors, I go, there are people like Sandy slash Alexander Chaplin that are so good and handsome, and you're like, well, why is this guy not a household name? I mean, that's it's it's humbling. Because you go, that's why I always talk about it all being a lottery. Like the fact that that guy never had his own show or has yet to have his own show, uh, I just can't believe it because he can do everything. And he's and he's charming. And anyway, I cast him. I'll continue to cast him. It's crazy how that is, though, because you meet a lot of those people in Hollywood as you go through the, as you go, you know, as you climb the ranks and as you fall down the ranks, you know what I mean? As you as you fall, you meet a lot of the same type of people who are running the same type of race that you are, man. This thing really is like it I remember when I lived in New York, we used to look at this thing, look at the acting game as the trenches cuz like your best friend all of a sudden is your enemy the minute you walk into an audition space mm-hmm. cuz you're all competing for a job and I you know, you're absolutely right. He's one of those people that you watch and you're like, "Wow, even as an actor, when you look at them, you're like, this person, there's something, something's wrong if this person's not doing it. You right. I mean? It's like, why, like, why, I mean, other than just the, the lottery of, of, of the way the chips fall, I, I don't know, see why. I mean, Donald and I both won't, you know, can, can name privately actors that are hugely successful and totally cut together in the edit room and they owe their career to an editor and a, and a director. And then there's people like, Sandy Chaplin, who like uh, I, I directed him and wish I was here. There's not a single take he did I couldn't I couldn't use in the film. He's right, just... the, him yelling at Elliot is also just on him. It never cuts to her reaction until after he's done. So yeah. you see the you see him smiling, and then the ramp and the yeah. and the cha- it's really it's and then he quickly turns a joke and then right and then right. <laughs> <laughs> He very, comes back. Very... I think he recurs a, a few times. Bill loves Same him too. Same character. Yeah. Bill loves him too. Um, so, all right. There's our, there's our monologue about how much we love Alexander Chaplin. And, um, and if, again, sorry, shameless plug. If you still haven't seen Wish I Was Here, please check it out. And he's really good in that. And he's, I play a guy who's so not into his religion. And he's secular and was raised Orthodox. And, and he befriends this younger rabbi who's sort of um, – you know, shows him that there's a way to be religious without being the religious ways his parents were. And uh, and, and so he finds his own unique way to c- connect to spirituality. He's sort of the rabbi I always wished I'd met. I wish I'd met a rabbi uh, who who taught me a way to be spiritual without the strict dogma that I was sort of had forced upon me as a child. I have a question for you. Go ahead. And this is hypothetical, and so I don't want to just change. I don't want to. I don't want to be, uh, because I think everybody did a great job and wish I was here and everything like that. But if Natalie Portman would have played your wife in that movie, would you have made it the sequel to, to uh, Garden, Garden State? State? No, no, no. I don't think so. I, 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 I see how they are. They're, they're sort of cousins of each other, but. Um... I, I think I, I didn't want to go anywhere near Garden State. I mean, obviously, I'm, I, 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 it's coming out of my brain, and and in this case, in which I was here's case, my brother Adam as well. But so it, they're all gonna, 
you know, have a piece of me. In, it. in fact, the new script, it's funny, someone, someone I, I, I know and love and trust read it. And I said, this is the first thing I've written that really isn't about me. And they read it and laughed. And they said, you think this isn't about you? <laughs> Meaning it's not about a, a, a struggling artist, a, a guy from Jersey, but it is so much of who I am in it. And I think that that's just, you know, that's what comes out of me when I, when I write. I, so I think I, I see how they're cousins of each other, but I didn't, I didn't see Kate's character having anything to do with, with Natalie's character. Would you ever consider revisiting that? I'd love to work with Natalie again. I don't want to do like, I've had so many opportunities to do incarnations of Garden State. I don't, I, I just kind of want to lead would, it. Would you ever want to put this cast back together? Like, this is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. And certain, and some directors do it, and then other directors don't do it, and I don't understand that. And sometimes it really upsets me because you meet certain directors and you're like, I want to work with this person forever. And then you never work with that person again. Yeah. But like Scorsese is one of those people where if he loves you, you're in everything he's going to do. Same thing right. with Oliver Stone. You know what I mean? Right. I don't understand why people don't take something that was successful, like Garden State, and bring the entire cast back together, same writer, same director, same everything, and create something different. If it all worked the first time, why would it be different the second time? That's a great point. But you'd have to write something that would be uh, perfect for all those people again, you know? Um, but you and- already kind of know what it is because you did it the first time. No. All right. If I just stick to the blueprint, the blueprint says this is going to work. This is something that rappers do all the time. All right. The blueprint says this is going to work. This is something that artists do all the time. Mm. The blueprint says this is going to work. Mm-hmm. And it does yeah. pretty much every time. Pretty much every time, if 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 a pop well maybe artist, in the rap maybe in the rap world, but not not in the film world. It works plenty, in movies there's plenty, too. There's plenty of people trying to recreate too. the magic. Look at the whole world of sequels. I mean, how many sequels are good? That's you're, you're absolutely right when it comes to sequels. But the, the same sequel is just works. exactly the sequel is exactly what you're saying. Well, no, not really, because when it's the sequel, you want something different. That's the that's the only thing. That's the that's the. That's the difference between the sequel and what the formula is. The formula works every time. The sequel can't be the formula again. That's the rule, man. It can't be, all right, I made Star Wars, so the next one has to be Star Wars again. They made Star Wars, and the next one was Empire Strikes Back, and that's this why is, the sequel this works. This is the challenge, though, and, and, and here's how I'll address it in the way that, that what I experienced is it took me a long time to, to make another film after Garden State, and, and, when I, and, and I didn't... You know, it's the classic sophomore effort, and I think artists of all types feel this, is, I, I, of course, I want the audience to come back for what they loved, but I don't want to repeat myself. You know, it's the class. Any any musician with their sophomore album would say the same thing. I, I, want, I want everyone to come back into the tent, but I don't want everyone to think I'm just biting myself. So you're trying to say, here's something in the spirit of what you liked. But I'm also going to tiptoe us over here. Now, that'll either work or it, or it won't. They, sometimes they won't like the tiptoe and they'll be like, where the fuck? Like, for example, Wish I Was Here doesn't really have a love story. Um, you know, there's, it's a couple that's, that's, that, that loves each other and they're going through a tough time and, and there's, a yeah. chance, there's a chance they might break up. But at the center of it isn't a love story. Right. So people that so related to a love story... We're like, oh, it's a Zach Braff movie, and it's got it's got it's got a vibe, and it's got music, and it's got it's got great actors I love. And then when they saw that there was no will they or won't they love story, I think we're I I, I suspect we're disappointed by that. So it's always a challenge to go. I wanna I wanna I I pray you all come back into the tent, but I also want to kind of do something 
different together. <laughs> right, you no doubt. Mean? No, no, I totally understand what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. But that makes me wonder then. Scorsese has figured out his formula, it seems like. Yeah. He makes really good, gritty movies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, well, Scorsese always delivers. He's going – you're going to see guns. You're, you're going you know to what see, you're going you're to going see, to see, you see criminal see. activity. You're going to see right. – you're going to see amazing cinematography. You're always going to see the top actors in the world. He, he does Robert have Robert Rodriguez a for- is another one that's done that, is my yeah. point. There are very there are like a handful of directors that have done that. Uh, Tarantino, you yeah. know what you're going to see when you see a Tarantino movie. Yeah, and Tarantino's um, done it in a genius way that even more than anyone that they I think th- th- they are so specifically Tarantino films, but they're all over the place in their in 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 their in their and what they're about. So then what's wrong with you doing that? What's wrong with you doing it? Is it I'm, your I'm not personal? Nearly is as, it your I'm personal? not nearly as good a writer or as prolific a writer. But um, Zach, Garden State is fucking fire, dude. Regardless of what you want to say. And, and regardless of what you want to say about Wish I Was Here, that's fire, dude. It's a great story. It, thank you. It, it, you know what I mean? And it touches something that you don't see in a lot of movies. You don't see I a think, lot of people I think digging I probably deep have, into that. Thank you. you know I, I, think I, I think what I do, that is what I write, uh, probably has a smaller audience but it can grow but that's fine it can grow. but that's, that's fine. fine i don't need to be you too the band that came to my mind first um i can be a smaller act at a smaller venue but uh, there definitely there clearly is an audience for it um but i you know i'm not i'm content not being as as hugely successful as tarantino my point is not just for you this is for everybody it's all right to do what you do there's nothing yeah. wrong with doing what you do. Nobody does you better than you. Yeah, I agree. For no matter what your no, ma- no matter there. what your no matter what your art is, I believe that. And also, what comes out of you at the time is the art that you have to contribute to the world. I always go back to to Justin um, from Bon Iver saying to me, "It was about I think I told the story on the on the show that he said I, I tried to give him a note on the song for Wish I Was Here, and he said that's what came out of me when I saw the film." And so I don't apologize at all for the stuff I make, whether sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, because it's what came out of me at the time. It's what I had to say, and hopefully some people liked it. Right. Speaking of- That's very difficult, dude, to be on that page, because then that goes against everything that I was just talking about, where the formula always works. If you're on that, this is what I expressed at that moment. One, that's 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 very hard- that's the that's, only thing I can do, I think. I don't know how to I don't know. I mean, I have yet to know how to 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 write something that's not like a in order for me to get in a chair and spend that much time and commitment, uh, I I need to tap into like what I feel as a human being. Uh, I I I I've yet to be able to be like, "Oh my god, I have a great submarine movie idea." And it's not to say it's not to say I <laughs> It's not to say that I don't have an occasional good submarine movie idea, but I wouldn't have the commitment to sit down and, 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 and put the time in to do it. In order for me to fucking do the thing that we writers do, which is stare at the blinking cursor alone, wishing you were doing anything else, uh, I, need to, I need to feel like it's coming out of my fucking body. That's your formula. Yeah, my formula is to, um, is to tap into my own psyche and my own um the things that make me joyous and the things that make me depressed and and uh and craft well it shows it shows in your movies man because after walking out of wish i was here i think everybody was like 
fuck, I'm depressed, dude. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, it's not that bad. There's hope at the end. There's hope at the end. There's La- very little. That shit, don't, that family is so fucked, man. Oh, no, my God. Not at the end. They're happy. <laughs> yeah, well, they're happy because they freaking, the, the bully died. You know what <laughs> Well, no, and he, he fought, well, no spoilers, but he, he definitely begins a new chapter of his life, and he seems like he's content. In the end, in the very end, in the okay. very, very end. I love the movie, dude. I'm just telling you, man, that, that family is, that's a very, and, and what's crazy about it is, that's the truth, though. That was a truth, and it's yeah. not a wrap this up with a big Hollywood bow. Well, I don't want to make that shit. There's right. plenty of people making that shit. Right. I want to make the real real. I want to make... Right. You know, you and your wife can have an all-out fucking battle, and yeah, you love each other, and yeah, you will do anything for each other, but in the back of your mind, you're like, is this going to fucking last forever? Like, I don't know. I want to make that movie. I don't want to make the I lift her up and we hug on the beach bullshit. There's plenty of people doing that. That feels good, though, too. Keep it 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's, but there's plenty of people doing that. There's right, plenty no of people. I'd rather, I'd rather tell an honest story about a couple that hopes they're going to make it. Yeah, that's the truth. Cause that that is the truth, man. That's what that's what really, you know, when you walk out of the wish I was here, and I'm fucking totally, you know, I so, totally sound like your best friend who's so totally proud of you. But it's like when you walk out of that movie, regardless of who you are, where you are, or what you're doing, if 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 you don't if you don't feel like shit, damn man, I'm happy I'm not that right now. Yeah. I'm not them right now. I just want to. I just aspired. I aspired to make you watch something that makes you talk about it. Like you know, when you go see a movie, and then by the time you get to your car, you're like, "Should we get dessert?" Like, I mean, in in normal times, should we? uh, And just it's gone. It's gone. Like you had cotton candy. Right. I'd rather be like, "Yo, you remember the part?" Yeah, of course. Yeah, and be like, "I fuck." Even even. By the way, even if you're like, "I fucking hated the way he wrote that one character." Like, even I just want your passion. I love that. Yeah, that's great. By the way, I'm fine to be polarizing. I want your passion. Right, right. That's what's up. I should like we talk that. about Let's, Scrubs? We should. <laughs> why don't we, uh, Joel? why don't we uh, invite the guest after a break? We'll be right back after these fine words. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. And we're back! And we're back! <laughs> gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Okay, um, um here's... Yeah. Here, where are we going when we see the janitor after he falls off the ambulance? I thought we were going to play basketball. The basketball hoops behind us. I'm with you, dude. I think that the director was assuming that the audience doesn't know the geography of our parking lot. Well, this was writ- written by Rich Estes. Is that how you say his name? I don't know. Who's it written by? Let me look. Um, this was written by... Uh, oh, I don't know who Rich Eustace is. He wasn't a regular staff writer. I'm not sure what the story with Rich Eustace is. And then who directed it? Maybe uh, Gail Mancuso directed it. Oh, Gail. You love Gail. We do love Gail. Love Gail. Um, Gail um, has won many an Emmy, I think, for directing Modern Family. Yeah, she does. She That is she, correct. She, she um, does it. She, she does it right. She's great. Yeah. Um, I once um, texted Gail to have her direct Alex Inc., and she didn't reply to me. Now, I don't know if I had the wrong cell phone this many years later, but I, to this day, am harboring. um, I'm sure you have a listener in your uh, life, someone that never replied, and you're like, 
do I have a wrong number or did they ghost me? And oh, I, I feel that way. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, Gail loved me. It's not like we have beef or anything. Why would she ignore me? Oh, I have a bunch of people that I'm like that with, man. It's ridiculous where it's like I text them and then they never text me back. Like, yeah. It's weird though, man. But but do you have whatever. people in your phone? Like let's say someone hits you up, right? Yeah. And they're not they're not in your it's not me, it's not someone in your close circle. It's a, it's like a outer ring friend and you're not dissing them. Yeah, you'll get back to them. They're cool, but you're not going to do it right now cuz you're in the middle of something and then you forget. Yeah, all the time. Of course. So sometimes uh, because of my neuroses, I'll go back and go, oh, fuck, I never replied to so-and-so. It just happens too often with me. You know well, you're mean? a stoner too, thing. so it must happen more because of the amount of ganja. All right. Now, I laughed hard at my character getting attacked for hitting on a woman in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think she overreacted a bit. Just a little bit because that's assault. That was assault. Yeah, she that assaulted assault. me. Because all you said, you all didn't I did say, was I, I used a bad pickup line, and she beats the shit out she, of me, and she beats you. That's a but it's hilarious, and I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of women out there who watch that, being like, "Yeah, that's what you want to do sometimes when a guy's right. hitting on you in an elevator." That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Carla ripping the condom open with her teeth kind of yeah. gave me movement. I don't know why. Really, there was a bit of a like a there was a like shift. A, you felt a, a jiggle. <laughs> there was yeah. There was a little yeah. bit of a. Uh, yeah. Although you probably don't have a light jiggle. Like, I feel like when you have movement, it's like, like what, you know, like when they make the sound effect of a giant boat moving, it's like, you honor me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they do like the underwater shot of like the aircraft carrier turning and they're like, we got to turn, turn, turn. And they cut underwater and then you hear the boat like, like a big creaky turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like it sounds like when your penis shifts. Uh, All right, Carla. Received. Carla going on a date it was just—I had trouble with that. I just, yeah, like who I would ever to... do that? It felt so duplicitous, and and the fact that she made JD hold the secret—that's uh, where I had a problem. I didn't have a problem with her going on the date because that can happen. That could happen where, but the fact that JD was there when it happened and she said yes. And then she was like, yo, if you tell on me, these beads mean nothing. That was like, wait, hold on. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know how this works, but it's bros before hoes, B. That's real talk, B. Real, real fucking talk. I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't if Casey said to me, I'm going to go on a date before Donald Get and I. Get the fuck out of here. If you don't tell me, dog, that's a wrap, B. You, think you and I me would... really aren't friends. You might as well fuck Casey, dude. You might as well fuck Casey. If no, she it's says, not, yo, it's, it's I'm going to jump to Ravine. Yeah, it is yeah. that bad, dude. No, if, you, if Casey said to you, let's, let's put it this way. If Casey we wanted. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. We hanging out, right? You, you and my wife are friends. And I'm like. I don't give. I'm not threatened by this situation. You guys are. You guys are best friends. It doesn't. I, I encourage this because of my relationship with you, Zach. You two hang out. Right. So you two are hanging out. You go out one night, and she runs into I don't know. Let's say Brad Pitt. That's somebody she talks about a lot. And Brad Pitt says to her, "Oh my God, I was a huge fan of the Newlyweds. You <laughs> used to make me laugh all the time." Um. And Casey was like, oh, my God, I'm a fan of your stuff. And they're just having, they're having a cute little meet cute. Right. And then at the end of it, Brad goes, I would love to pick this up some other time, Case. <laughs> um, Poor Casey. Poor Casey. What a horrible position. What's your in. number? 
I'll give you a call. Maybe we can go out some other time. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. Eight, uh, 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 one, five, 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 five. And gives him the number. Just keep dialing five. <laughs> and you didn't tell me? Of course I would tell you. And no. I'm talking about, about the show. Yeah. And you didn't tell me? You yeah, might as well up. fuck Casey. You might as well, well fuck I don't agree that you those might two, well fuck I don't agree that those two are equal. Um, me not telling you she went on a date with Brad Pitt. If she goes on a date with Brad Pitt, she's going to leave me for Brad Pitt, dude. She's going to be like, bye, Rocco. Bye, Wilder. Bye, Donald. It's Brad all day. Well, it'd be a mistake for her, wouldn't it? Because Brad, Brad Pitt's a horrible be... example. We might have to cut this. No. Brad Pitt's <laughs> a perfect example. Ex- the Brad Pitt's a perfect example because every woman who's straight listening is like, yeah, I get it. That would be a conundrum. And every guy who's gay listening is like, yeah, I get it. That would be a conundrum. And every guy whose Kinsey scale allows right now is thinking like, yeah, I get it. That might be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Joelle, yell preach. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's Brad Pitt. If Brad Pitt is like, yo, you hang out, you got to look at your partner and be like, yo, baby, pass. <laughs> no, no. Like, pass. I'll try to, you know, I want to Brad's I don't friends. believe in like, that. Like, let's make it work. Paul, I don't believe in that. I think that's just the game couples play. No, I don't think this like, this show is all about <laughs> this episode is all about that though, man. A hall pass, dude. If you if if the fact that JD didn't tell Turk is some bullshit right I there, agree with man. You. I agree with you. I was that mad doesn't at the make character. any sense whatsoever. I didn't write but, it, Donald. They, they, the writers needed to find some drama, so they created the drama. But that's made up <laughs> drama, man. Come on, man. That's a made up. That's I agree. Up. Is the is the guest here, uh, Daniel? Let's invite this person in and make their day. Let's cheer them up or or tickle them with our words. <laughs> oh. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, wearing his fake doctor's real friend's onesie, give it up for Jimmy Cackley! Jimmy, welcome Whoa. to the program. You're our very first guest to be wearing the onesie live on the show. I, I, I encourage all future guests. If you if you have a onesie to wear it as uh, as a guest, I uh, you know, ask you a question. Uh, yeah, before we get any further, isn't it cozy? It's so cozy. Very cozy. <laughs> can, can I say real quick? Uh, I'm using my brother-in-law's computer. My name's actually Cam. Uh, but oh, you can Cam. Call me Jimmy, but I go by Cam. Okay, Cam. <laughs> so why are you being so confusing? Why are Cam? You confusing? No, no, I'm sorry. I thought I could change Love it. Cam, it. you can. You know, if you go okay, in your window, on. see if I you know. go up to the upper right hand corner of those, those three dots, and you uh-huh. click on it, and then it says, I got name you. you. Oh, oh, sorry. Daniel's going to do it for you. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, Cam. give it up for actually Cam <laughs> I mean, I really just couldn't go through life knowing that I didn't get Donald's Oprah intro to someone else's name. Yes. I would have been part of it, man. Oprah hit me up like, play the show back, When you play the show back for your brother, it's your brother? Brother-in-law, yeah. Your brother-in-law. Brother. He's going to be happy that he got, a, he got I, an Oprah I know. He's so your last out. name ain't even Keckley, is it? It's not. It's Salibi. All right, but listen, let's you focus on the killing me, things. Cam. You're fucking Donald, killing me, Cam. Donald, let's Ladies focus on Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give it up for Cam Salibi. Um, Donald, I want to say that the onesie looks really good on Cam. It Man, does. It is very comfortable, very cozy. Now, Cam, do you like the fact that it has pockets? Because sometimes you get a onesie and, and there's nowhere to put your phone or your stuff. You can put anything you want in there. Yeah, at not only the pockets, but I like where they're placed too. You know, not you even know? like to the side. They're like perfect, like a uh, uh, hoodie pockets, you know? Which yeah. I, which Cam, I, I, I have uh, only one complaint about our onesie. Okay. No poop flap. No poop flap, yeah. 
<laughs> Next incarnation, we need to add a poop flow. It's going to cost more money, though. Yeah, that's yeah, going to cost you, more money. You do have to go all the way off if you want to, you know. Yeah. I, I just think a poop flap is funny, even if you don't use the poop flap. I just think I laugh every time I see a poop flap. Um, Cam, welcome to the program. Where are you calling you. from? Uh, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. South Carolina. And do you yeah. have a question for any of us today on to be on the show? I do. I do. I have a question for all of you, actually. Go ahead, um, Cam. Not really scrub specific. Uh, and I just got to say, uh, so I give credit where credit is due. Um, I kind of got this question from another podcast I listened to. It's called The Watch. Um, through the Ringer Network, well, shout out oh. Shea, Shea Serrano. Oh, um, shout but out the Shea. watch, but the watch is uh, two guys. They had Jason Mezukas on, uh, and they were talking a lot about Oops. this past year. And the question was, uh, do you feel the way you consume content, or what content you want to consume, has changed over the past ten months? Do your personal taste or what you find funny has that changed over the past year as well? Obviously, with the pandemic, things like that. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think my taste and what's I find funny has changed. And I think a lot of it has to do with how the culture has shifted, you know, uh, what, uh, is considered, uh, bullying and not necessarily what's considered punching down now, uh, used to be considered very funny and it, it, it's, it's not anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm way more conscious of, when listening to jokes and this is and 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 this is something that I'm not necessarily happy about or sad about uh, uh it's just that I'm very I'm 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 very aware of this now that when I listen to jokes I'm also uh when I'm, when I'm consuming content I should say I'm also checking to see if it offends anyone uh because if it does then I'm not necessary like once I feel like something offends somebody then I have a problem with it in a lot of ways. And I don't know. And I think, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, just the climate that we're in right now. I don't want anyone to necessarily be offended by me, like in ways that I've been offended by people. You know what I mean? So if, if I ever make somebody feel like I have felt, uh, then I got a problem with that. And I think this year, more than anything, because of the climate, we are experiencing that more. I think whether it's, okay, well, now that I know that it hurts you, people are using it more, or I know that it hurts you, I'm going to refrain from saying it. And even if it's not honest, at least it's, at least it's an effort to say, you know what, I see that that hurts you, my bad. Mm. What about you, uh, Joelle? Do you think your your ways of or, or the way you view content has changed at all during the pandemic? Uh, no. I mean, I was a film and television critic beforehand. But I watched things all the time <laughs> streaming or on my computer because that's how we get the screeners. Um, I think that there's a possibility I like certain shows a lot more than I would have pre-pandemic. I still would have enjoyed, like, I would have enjoyed Ted Lasso whenever it came out. But my God, was it net, like, vital to just lifting the spirit? It was like, came like the darkest point of the pandemic where we were like, I don't, there's no cure in sight. I don't know what's happening. And then like, mm. like a beacon of light, here comes Ted Lasso just to like bowl you over with comedy. And then. Did you feel, sorry to digress, that episode no. two was the best episode? Of <laughs> oh, clearly, <laughs> clearly the best episode, superior to all the episodes. Okay. There was something about the way it was directed. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and then there's shows like um, The Queen's Gambit or um, even, I don't know if you guys have had an opportunity to see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom yet. Yeah, but, I love that. Whoa. Like, it, again, like there's something timely about these things. Even Soul, which I think maybe I would have been more 
harshly critical of like pre-pandemic. In the pandemic, I was just like, this is so... No, I can... I like Soul. I might have been more critical in a world where, you know, we probably would have had a similar summer despite the pandemic, right? So tensions are high and there's a lot to consider about black representation and art. But, like, my God, anything that's going to make me feel some kind of joy or light or or feels like just remotely better than the previous representation we've had. I'm like, give it a hall pass. <laughs> like I can't, I can't well, critique I think, it too harshly because I just need this level of, of joy and content in this time. I, so maybe, I totally feel what you're talking about. Uh, a little bit has changed. I appreciate certain things a little bit more, but for the most part, no, I'm, I'm watching and consuming when the you same hear way people, I did before. But when you hear people say certain things like, uh, you know, the hurtful things in media and in, 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 it doesn't affect you more. Like it affects me way more now because I feel like everybody is well aware. Like, okay, I just saw something recently where a young lady is going crazy over her phone, accusing of a young, accusing a young black kid of stealing her phone, mm-hmm. right? And it really angered me because it was like, wait, hold on now. You know what's going on. There's a mm. better way to do this, dude. What you're doing right now isn't the right way. There's a better way to handle all of this. You know what's what climate this is, what's going on right now. And you're not even paying – you don't give a fuck. And that pisses me off. You know what I mean? When I see yeah. shit like that. Well, I think like, that's I can't... not really media. That's something somebody, like, captured, right? right. Like, that's right. not scripted But it's turned into media, though. You know what I mean? It's now turned into something to invoke. Well, that you. is a much broader conversation, yeah. right, which right, right. I yeah. don't a thousand percent disagree with you. But <laughs> it's a much broader conversation than what I think we could tackle here. I, right. I I think I've always been sensitive to that stuff. Like, I mean, if you're going to come yelling at children who are just being kids, yeah. like, I've always found that what the fu- right, extra. Like, right. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, what about you, Daniel? Um, I think, you know, inherently one thing that has affected my media watching is just the climate of the world from a health standpoint. Every movie or thing that I watch from the past, I just look at and be like, can you believe all those people are so close together? Can you believe that we were just so accepting of like this or that or the other thing? Like, uh, you know, one thing I saw, one thing I saw recently, people, someone on Twitter was saying, can you believe that we all just like went bowling? like sticking your <laughs> fingers into the bowling ball that someone else, you have no idea that we all just did that and then ate our chicken fingers and <laughs> right after bowling that ball. So I think, you know, anytime I watch something from a year ago and beyond, there's that, and that's definitely going on in the back of my head and going forward, I will definitely be considering that and the safety of everybody around in production. Do you think yeah. movies should be, do you think movies should be conscious of that? Do you think, do you think movies should go back to the way they were before compared to what's going on now like should movies tackle the fact that corona happened and sanitizing your hand and washing your hands and you know what i mean cuz when you go and watch a movie and somebody does that right. the whole audience is going to be like oh my god so fucking gross. no i know it's a question because i'm i'm hoping to shoot my film this coming summer and i i don't plan to address covid at all because i imagine it will come out a year from the summer and uh, with god willing uh universe willing right covid will be tackled um and i don't want my film to be like oh it's a covid m- movie but mm-hmm. yeah it's weird you think of like you know you think of shooting something i agree I, everything i watch now i'm like oh my god we wa- we were watching the show called, uh every uh, somebody feed phil i don't know if you ever seen it. it's a really yeah. funny food show 
and uh, he's like literally sharing a fork with a stranger. And uh, we, we, everyone, we just like when the room gasped, we were like, oh my God. <laughs> I, just re- really quickly on that very point, I think sometimes the best movies exist in a world where like the, the, the situation of the world isn't the focus, it just happens to exist in that world. I think, like, you know, you think about the kind of Cloverfield, the monster movie Cloverfield tried to do a good job of telling a story in a world where a monster movie is happening rather than making the movie about the monster. Maybe not the best example, but I think as we see movies going forward, there will be movies that exist in the time of COVID. But if there are movies that are about COVID, it's just going to be contrived and boring and lame. But seeing a movie that exists in this world that's about something else, I'm interested to see how that's tackled yeah. because that was yeah. a part of life. And so how they, they yeah. decide to tackle that in film and media, I'm interested. So they made, they made a comment in that other podcast about how they were watching old episodes of Magnum P.I. And, uh, and the guy was like, Jason was like, everyone in that show is dealing with Vietnam, you know, years and years later. And his thought was like, you're, you know, you're going to have like a character dealing with the pain, like what, what was going on in their life during the pandemic. I don't know. It was, I thought it was kind of interesting thought. To yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I agree, Zach, you're not going to make a COVID film necessarily. Well, some, right? somebody, somebody will. Somebody uh, will. But, and, I, and I think, and I think that also they'll do both things. Somebody will make a film about plenty of movies about COVID, but then like in your Magnum PI analogy, there'll be art of all types, whether it's a, 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 a PI show or, or in a little, dark indie where COVID is a, is a character, just the, the, the trauma, the emotional trauma of what's happened to the earth um, for what will be two years or more, um, I think is going to be something a lot of artists make art about. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Cam, what's your next question for, for the group? Well, that was actually my, my other question was, do you, do you see art changing? Um, and all, all of y'all are in different types of obviously um, art, um, and I know there's obviously the low hanging flute, like fruit, like I assume like, you know, dance floors for DJs are not going to be completely filled maybe, but do you see it changing, um, coming out of this on the other side because of two or two and a half years of being in it? I never really thought about that. I don't we... think, I think, I think eventually people will go back to nightclubs and people will go back to theaters. Um, I, 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 I don't think any of that's dying that quick at death. People love dance. People love to go see movies together. People like me are obsessed with live theater. Wait, hold on. Um, Let me get this straight, Zach. You feel like the movie theater is going to make a comeback again? I think the movie theater as a as an experience for blockbusters is going to outlive us. Okay. Um, I do think that um, the idea, even I, who love movies, when I see when I see the trailer, I go, I'll wait till it to be on my big screen TV um, because I don't. It's not a film that, for me, I want the theatrical experience. But then for, then 1917 came out. I actually watched the screener because I had the award screener for it. And I went, holy shit, I have done this film a disservice. I want to go see it on a big-ass screen. Mm-hmm. So I think there'll always be, at least for our lifetime, an experience that someone can go have and go see a movie on a big screen. Um, I, I think that... Uh, the the business they'll do for smaller films that aren't about spectacle will will dwindle. Yeah, it's just I have a hard time thinking that people will go back to theaters, and I and I hope they do go back to theaters. I don't I don't want to jinx this, but it's just that's one of the dirtiest places you can go as far as hygiene goes. You go to the bed like the, when you sit down and the arm rests next to you. Well, COVID will be tackled. I mean, how long yeah. is the question? But it will be conquered. Okay. 
well, it 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 it, it needs to be. We need. I mean, listen. And I hate to get political. I don't want to get political about this because I don't think this is a political statement. But a hundred million vaccine, a hundred million vaccines shipped to the U.S. How many people have been inoculated? How many people have received a, a, a COVID yeah. vaccine? A million people. Okay, so one million out of a hundred million. Out of three hundred million, I see where you're going though, because the thing is, what I did read earlier today is that, like, at the current rate that we're that we're giving out the vaccine, we're not going to give out the vaccine in total for ten years. If we want to, to be tell given you, it, man. right? I know, but to... okay, but in in defense of in defense of human beings and global logistics, I I think that it will be begin the, the, the if you looked at the graph, it's going to start picking. I mean. Uh, I, I, not to be political, but of course, I, I have a feeling when Biden takes over, um, there might be a few smarter people in the room to uh, to kick up the distribution. But but even if it wasn't, even even if everyone in this current administration were well intentioned and doing their best at 100 percent, it's still a pretty massive undertaking to 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 give the covid vaccine to 300 million people. Yeah, it's going to be an enormous undertaking. Also, just to correct, because people will undoubtedly come at us, it's 2.1 million people as of the recording. 2.1 million people in the U.S. Yeah. have received their COVID And vaccine. we've gotten not so let's make sure we're clear on that. If you, like I said, I don't want to offend anybody by my numbers. These are the things, before I would just be like, fuck it. It's such and such and such and such. I don't give a fuck about facts. Right. But nowadays, it's very important. You're absolutely right. Yeah. To Zach's point, like, you're going to want to see a horror film in a theater again. Like you it's not so? the same. It's not the same watching a horror movie at home by yourself. You're like, oh, it's it's kind of scary. But when you hear 300 people gasp in a movie theater, there's nothing is replacing that presence. How will that be packaged, delivered, and sold to us is going to change drastically. My guess is we're going right. to see a spike in low ink, like the the dollar theaters and things like that that are cheap and running very old movies and things like that because. And then we'll see, obviously, a hike in the very expensive. You can get booze and like food items and yeah. things delivered, and there smells in the air or whatever they can do to sensationalize and get more money because theaters are going to have to adjust post pandemic. But they right. will adjust; they'll still have audiences. All right, here's a great example, Joel. If you had to go to, if you went to the movie theaters to see Wonder Woman 1985, would Four. you be pissed? Whatever it was, when you walked out, wouldn't you be pissed off? Mm. No, I went to see. I understand that sometimes movies are going to be bad. I'm a movie theater goer. Again, I don't know. I'm probably a biased person. I'm a film critic, so I really have to pay for a movie. But even when I do, I'm like, I go in for the experience of like, I came to see a movie. And Wonder Woman, to Zach's earlier point, gives you so much to talk about. You could critique that movie 7,000 different ways. So many things to discuss. It ain't cats, though, man. It ain't as bad as, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like, it's not bad. I think the thing that's really, the thing that's killed. It's better, right? That's what I'm trying to say. It's By better the way, than cats. Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig was, was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting her to be like, because Jellicles can and Jellicles do. <laughs> he is a curious beast. <laughs> James James Corden comes falling down, you know, whatever. It's cool. The person who put uh, Kristen Wiig in a movie and did not allow her one opportunity to be funny needs a hand slap. Yes. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to 
test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, Cam, how can we... It's time for everyone's favorite uh, segment in South Carolina, especially. It's time to <laughs> fix your life. Cam, we're here for you. How can we help you? We are professional therapists. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. It's you're talking to three professional therapists and Donald. Yeah, yeah. I, I value your your judgment, Donald. Um, for good or bad. Uh, so if it's about know, weed or Star Wars, we have an expert. I got you. <laughs> well, we, I don't want to be on too long. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 
I hate to go down the rabbit hole of always asking the love questions, but uh, and as my sister sex next to me, I'm oh, sure it's our gonna, specialty. It's our specialty. I'm sure she's gonna roll her eyes. But uh, is your sister I, next to you? Yeah, she's right here. Oh, hi, sister. What's up, sister? <laughs> That's my sister Caroline. Um, yeah, Caroline. So um, I'm I'm 37. I'm the middle child. My sister is younger. I have an older brother as well. Uh, they are both married and have not one but two kids. The second yeah. one is on the way for both of them. Uh, so I'm the lone single sibling left in the family and not that there's a lot of pressure from the parents or from other family members but some uh and and i guess my roundabout question is uh i don't know if some of them feel like i'm too picky sometimes with finding a girl um and then i I guess the rest of your life dude yeah so i know and i say that because i you know there's this idea of like when you know you know and everybody has their story right that that whatever it may be i feel like when people get married or when they they get together they're like you know, it never would have happened because of this and this. And I feel like I've had those moments, but then it hasn't banned out. So I'm like, is that a real moment? Was I fooling myself? Was I not? You know, and so I guess that's the idea a little bit, if that's a question at all. Um, you know, I guess that when you know, you know, is a true statement, maybe. But I just, am I too picky? You know, like. No, I don't no. think there's such thing as too picky. But you got to realize that that it's, it, it, you know, it's a two-way street. So where, where you're picky and your cup of tea might present itself, uh, you might not necessarily be that person's cup of tea. So, um, uh, But also, can I say something? You, we all are subscribing to this societal construct that there's something wrong with you if you're your age and you found, haven't found your person yet. And I think step one is you have to just let that bullshit go. Yeah, it's because of kids, though, man. It's because of kids. Okay, okay, and that's the only reason, though. Because it's all when you get older, it's maybe a little bit more difficult to have kids, and that's the only reason why, buddy. Just as let me just say my thoughts. Just as you were programmed, I'm sure that this was the right religion for for our family, and this is what we believe. And look, there's a book that says it all, and these are the rules, and 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 X Y Z happens if you're good, and A B C happens if you're bad. You were also programmed that by age 30, you better be married and be thinking about having kids. And you better stay with that person for the rest of your life. And I just think a good starting point for the conversation is just as, I don't know if you're religious or not, but just as Donald and I, for example, are secular and and don't and chose not to subscribe to that aspect of what we were fed, you can also say, guess what? What if my path is that I continue leading the life that I have with enjoyment. I continue dating. And holy shit, what if I find true love at 45? Mm. What if I'm, what if I, I have a kid, by the way, I have a good friend who ha- started having kids at 50. I've never seen the guy happier in his whole existence. You know, Gary, Donald. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't know what's coming for you. Now we can give you strategies for uh, some, some ideas on how to, on how to up your chances of meeting the person but I think the first step would be letting go of like, I'm in the wrong because of what society tells me I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And well, and coming from the South, I feel like it was like, all right, you graduated from high school, you go to college for four years, you graduate from college, you get the job, you get the wife, white picket fence. And yeah, by 30, that's all in line. And I'm way past that. And it's been a, I, I understand Zach and I, it's a tough thing to let go of, but in the back of my mind, it, it like, you know, gnaws at you a little bit. Every well, what's time. happening is that every day you're telling yourself there's something wrong with you. Mm. And also, that white picket fence fairy tale is of the past, man. That shit. Yeah, who the fuck wants right. a white picket fence? Nobody wants that shit no more. Not me. 
Right. No, I mean literally and figuratively. Who the fuck wants that? <laughs> no I one. think they're ugly. <laughs> I actually have a I actually have a old weathered one. They're beautiful weathered. I just don't like them painted white. Um, now that's my that's my speech on that. That's just my two cents because I, I, obviously it's coming from a place that I've thought a lot about because I'm 45. I have a, a girlfriend I'm in love with, but I'm 45 and haven't done any of the white picket fence of it all. And when I do uh, hear the chattering, in my you've ear, done you you have done one thing that you have done one thing that what? is very and I think you I know what home. it is. I have a home and a dog. You've that's, you, that's, you've that's, you've <laughs> you put together quite a career, and and that's right. and that's part of the white picket fence fairy tale. And I think, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I think that is part of the reason why so many people nowadays are having a hard time finding the uh, the person that they're looking for, or the person that they think is out there for them, their perfect person. You have to focus on yourself. Yeah. If you're unhappy, listen, I've been I've been in that relationship. Where it was like, let's make this work because maybe we can be happy if we make... No, man. You have to be happy first to be able to make someone else happy. You can't be a miserable person and then and, and expect to find happiness in someone else. It doesn't work that way. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. Regardless, yeah, what? Of what, regardless of what the movie says and everything <laughs> like that. That's not how it goes. Yeah, who you're you being. have to be confident in yourself yeah. first. Yeah, I, I do believe. Happen. I agree and I with think that. you're already there, and so I think, I think, I think, I, I don't think the problem is whether you want to, you know, why me? Why hasn't it happened for me yet? I don't think it's. I don't think you're ready for it yet. I think if you wanted it, you could go get that shit. Anybody could well, go get that. Well, shit I think what he's it. saying, Donald, yeah. is I'm sure Cam, especially in that onesie, could go could go on dates and <laughs> and and meet chicks to to hook up with. But the onesie but and the mustache make you look fire. Listen, Cam, I'm sure. What Cam or the, or the cops get called? What I think was happening is that Cam um, not with my face on your body. <laughs> Cam, if you want these things, I'm sure you're dating. Oh, not COVID, but pre-COVID, I'm sure you were dating, right? Yes. And are, are yeah. you on any of the apps? It's a love-hate relationship. So some some months yes, some months no. Feel it's, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can tell you that. Um, that of course you got to be you got to be on the field you know you can't be in the stands you got to be playing the game right right um, of course because if you if you're not in, I mean nowadays you know people don't want to go lean on a bar and yell to a stranger I like your skirt <laughs> you can actually have a chance to to kind of get to know someone a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> thank you just sitting there giggling at me did you fucking hit that weed during our break earlier. did you hit the weed. No man, I wouldn't. I, I don't break. know about you about well, fucking hitting the blunt listen, during. Listen, I break. want you. I want you to be. I want. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. There will never be a time, ever, when we're making this podcast where while we're making it, I'm smoking weed, unless we, we all episode. agree no, that we're smoking episode. weed to, during the podcast. By the way, let's commit. Say, I'm about to clip that. Hold let's on. commit. Hold on. Let's I chose commit. the wrong time Let, to get on. No, listen. We should move <laughs> once. 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 Um, we're we're all um, injected and we and we're safe. I think we should do an episode where we get together in the same room and get high as balls and do the show. Yes. Please. Okay. That's fine with me. Okay. It won't be any different for me. It'd just be different for y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. But back to Cam. Could um, it be in Donald's closet? We can no. hot box this motherfucker. My wife it, might be mad, but we can hot box this motherfucker. Well, maybe because the kids will be back at school. Um, Cam, 
Um, one thing I just want to say is that you have to know that it's it takes work to sustain a relationship. It's not just like if it, I think one one thing the one thing negative that's come out of the apps is that everyone's just like pulling the roulette wheel. And sorry, I think everyone's pulling the uh, one arm bandit. What do you call that thing? Slot machine. Yeah, Slot everyone's right. everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, oh cool, she's cool. Yeah, we had a good date. Oh, I'm liking her. Oh, oh she smokes. Drink next. Oh, oh, uh, da, 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 da. oh, she was kind of obnoxious to, uh, you know, I, I, my, my point yeah. is people are, people are, are pulling the, the, the slot machine so quickly being like, uh, thank you next as, uh, Ariana Grande said. Ooh, very good. Um, and, and whereas if you are in pursuit of a committed relationship, it does take, um, patience and giving, giving something time to brew. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been guilty of that on some dates. So I understand what you're saying. So, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. There may be girls you went on a date with and one thing negative happened and you're like, fuck this. And that girl could have been fucking amazing. She might have had a bad night. Yeah. Right, Donald? Donald, you don't remember no, what I, it's like to I, date. I, 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 I was just thinking about that. <laughs> or you might have ha, had a bad night and yeah, you might thing, want that yeah. second chance. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. The first impression shit is it's it's – you always hear the story of, well, the first impression was horrible, but the second impression, that's when I knew I liked the person. With these app things now, you're right, it is swipe. I don't, I don't know, but I'm, I imagine that it would be, with my kids at least, swipe, 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 such and such. And, such. and, and it's like everybody's reading attributes. Nope, next. And when did Thank you ever you. have that? Next. When did, when Thank did you, you ever... Next. When did you I'm ever so have that? For my ex. Sorry. Right, but when did you ever have that uh, that capability? You had to get to know somebody before all of that. And sometimes when you got to know somebody, you were able to dismiss some of the attributes of that course. you're reading. You know what I mean? And so that's the one thing that's a little bit uh, crazy about the 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 state of dating nowadays. This computer age, this uh, app age. It just seems like. There's just a, there's there's a little bit of a disconnect because you're doing it through the wires of the computer. You're getting to know. I know, each but other I I do way. think I it's I I'm very pro. I, I think you know Daniel is one person. I have another friend. I, I'm very. I've oh, seen I know people, a lot of people that I've seen apps. people really find true love through it. So I'm I, not saying it can't happen. I'm yeah. just saying there's steps that are. You know what I mean? Whereas you had to make an effort just to see each other and talk to each other before. I now try, it's typing it on the phone. You try to I mean? match. Try Match, Cam, because that seems to be the one I keep hearing works for people. And, you know, Tinder, you know, I think is just for people looking to hook up, you know. And I don't really know about the other ones because I've never been on them. But You've never been on Bumble? I've never never been on any of that shit. Cam, I recommend Match because I feel like that one – I seem to I seem to have a lot of people – they don't – they should advertise with us because I've I've heard a lot of uh, people have success with that one. Fair enough. But anyway, Cam, the point is you got to put in the time and don't just – and don't just, um, especially now during the <clears throat> pandemic, there's no reason you can't be like laying foundation and flirting and, and getting yourself out there. Yeah, I think that the I putting in time is a good way. I recommend an OnlyFans page, Cam. Yeah, also, also don't be afraid to start Just in the onesie. Yeah, yeah, just in the onesie. Only onesie oh photos. Donald, do you Only realize that every guest that comes on, you recommend they get an OnlyFans account? Well, I think that's <laughs> You're turning important. our guests into... <laughs> Only if you're my... Donald, only for my first subscriber. My first subscriber, only if it's Donald. Only if it's free. <laughs> I don't think I you got, can watch that's not how it works. for free. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can? 
They're a free. They're a free. I've done my research about this OnlyFans about OnlyFans. <laughs> no, I looked when what's your name got it and one made all that money. I was curious. I was like, what is? Did this? you subscribe? No, I wasn't going to give her money. But I, I, that was I, the thing. I, that was did a, you subscribe to OnlyFans? She subscribe was the first to person. What's her name? What's that girl's Bella name? Thorne. Bella Thorne was the first person that made me go, "What the fuck is this?" And I looked it up, but I didn't. Did pay you subscribe to OnlyFans no. though? No, right. I you? haven't subscribed to OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> I have not even. Like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, man. There are a bunch of people in. I just spit on my camera. Look at that shit. That shit That's just. Fine. I didn't see that. <laughs> we got There are a bunch of people in uh, on Instagram mm-hmm. that have OnlyFans and male and female, and I'm like. Why would you get an OnlyFans? I don't understand. You know what I mean? And then I heard about the money you can make. Why? And it's like, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. wait a second. You can make some money on OnlyFans. Yeah, people want to see naughty shit. I mean, that's They just don't necessarily nature. have to do naughty. I, yes, you do. You, I, have to, you have to like beat off, but you have to like show something. I got I got to show, I got to show junk. I think. Joelle, no. You no, don't. You don't. Joelle, no, you don't. You so, Joel, what are any... people paying for if they're not seeing? Well, see, here's the problem. Here's the problem is that people like celebrities are like, "Oh, I'm doing an OnlyFans," and everyone's like, "Oh, naughty bits, dope. I will pay a hundred dollars for that photo." And then they get the photo, and you could have seen that on Instagram, and you're like, "What the hell did I just spend hundred dollars for?" So you can go on there and post whatever you want, but customer satisfaction varies. Right, but you haven't answered my question, Joel, which is. What am I seeing on OnlyFans as a satisfied customer that doesn't mm-hmm. involve nudity? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, okay. it wasn't ori- intentionally designed for this. Originally, it was supposed to be for like artists and stuff. Uh, yeah, but like the, the sex workers came and, and, sex to and the, made it. No matter great. what, no matter what anyone invents, they're like, okay, now how can we use it for sex? <laughs> it's just like Patreon, and Patreon also has this as well. There are people who sell, you know, sex work on Patreon. It's just mm-hmm. OnlyFans became something that seemed more for that. Yeah, but okay. even so, their platforms are almost like, identical. I feel like you, you know. What is it? Two birds with one stone. Yeah. OnlyFans. Sure. You're meeting people, meeting new people. No, I don't think you should go on OnlyFans. <laughs> and two, you're making money. So let's let's just get down to it. Don't take his advice. It's the American way. <laughs> oh God. All right. On that note, Cam, you are welcome. You're, you're welcome. welcome. Thank you. And we hope that you'll, when you finally uh, meet someone that you uh, have some stronger feelings for than just a hookup, I hope you'll let us know and, and check in. Definitely. And I do I think will. that you should use this, this opportunity, this moment uh, that you were on uh, the podcast, wearing our, our, our faces <laughs> on you as a means of hooking up with, with your new lady. If there's like any girl out there that you want to talk to right now, yeah. if you, I, I don't mind putting the pressure on you, Cam. No, I'll do, I'll do what your sister no, no, and your no, brother. No. Oh no, you don't want to. You don't want no. to. That's okay. Shout out. Call out anyone specific's name in South Carolina. We it's, call out people all the time. You like, know who you this, are, girl. This will just be a good, good story for a date, right? Like, right. Hey, this is a great story. Oh. Yeah. You, by the way, to, by the way, and by the way, and this is how you end the story. You go and and then and then after they gave me that advice, all I could think about was you. Oh, wow, man. You just wow. ruined it. it. Mic drop. Mic drop. Daniel, please add the sound of a mic drop. That can't work shit. now. Why? It, she because doesn't you just used it, man. Mrs. Cam doesn't fucking listen to this podcast. She's like, if they're going to work out, they, she probably does, man. They probably have that in common. The podcast no. is what's going to bring them she together. She listens to the office we podcast. We fixed Cam's. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, man, she listens to the Scrubs podcast. All right, we got to go because I have to pee, yeah. and we've really done the show. Cam, you can stay for the end because we pretty much did the show. It's a weird one, but we laughed. I appreciate it. Can I, Carla can I want to go say, on a date. Uh, real quick, real quick, I, I just I appreciate y'all. I, Joel mentioned Ted Lasso earlier, but this podcast definitely came wrong at the right time for me, obviously right when the pandemic started, and for my mental health has been a blessing every week. Um, I, I thought a lot about Jimmy V and what he said in one of his speeches on ESPN about mm. you should laugh, uh, think, and have your emotions move to tears every day, and it's a full day. And this podcast definitely does those three things for me every oh, time I, oh, I listen. So I, I appreciate all of y'all. All, all, appreciate all, that. All, Listen, awesome. uh, there is no better yeah, there course. is no better compliment, Cam. And if you're out there and we, we are making you laugh, and um, and I I can't tell you, there's no thing that makes Donald and I, and I'm sure Joel and Dale, but I can I can definitely speak for Donald and I. Nothing makes us happier than hearing somebody say that. So absolutely, thank you. it's also I'm, just for selfish purposes, my you know, just for this. You're right, Cam. Like just for us to be able to get together once, twice a week and talk to each other, you know, in this time. I don't see a lot of people, and, I, you know, I, I I was starting to hang out with Zach again, and then, you know, we got locked down and stuff like that. So I definitely appreciate what you're talking about, Kim. I, I totally feel you, man. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and um, we'll be back uh, with more soon. Wait, so, but, yes. but before we go, last week we did five, six, seven, eight, and people got pissed, I think. Okay. I think we did. But uh, we did. I trust I trust. We did you. not. We did. All right. So, That's Donald, fine. do you want me to do it? Because I've been a while since I did it. Get your mouth ready. Let me warm up. Baby, 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 boo. Baby, 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 boo. The lips, the tip, the teeth, the tongue. The lips, the tip, the teeth, the tongue. Whether it be cold or whether it be hot, we'll be together with everyone. Whether we like it or not. Like it or not. Do you sit in solemn sons? All right, ready. Ma, 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 ma. Five, six, seven, eight. stories about show we made about a bunch of dogs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's 
T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.